podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. People say treat yourself like you need a reason. But McDonald's treats are perfect for every day. Like bold McCafe iced coffee. Get any size for $1.69. Or pick up any size sweet tea for $1. The largest served in an insulated cup that keeps your tea cold. Feeling a little extra something-something? Try the classic bakery sweets like an apple fritter. With so many ways to treat yourself, you don't need an excuse. Just come back tomorrow. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Hey, don't forget the Johnsons are coming over. I want to find a rosé Jill hasn't tried yet. Let's go exploring at Total Wine. Their prices are ridiculously low. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and more. I'm the normal one. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Fat Back Four. I'm your host, Gav. With me, I have Ian, I have Marty, and I have Matt. Matt, do you want to explain why Grizz is not here this week? Uh, no. No. Ian, would you like to? Uh, I, I get arrested. Okay. Marty, would you like to? Uh, no. No, I'll tell you why. He was, <laughs> he was, um, last week he was convinced that his internet wasn't working because there was less things in his house due to a moving. And this week he wasn't sure whether he had a house or whether the internet in that house would work. So you make it what that what you will. Um, but we're all here. The four of us are here and look, shall we get going? The intro music, uh, ignore it. We're, we're trying not to get, we're trying not to get sealed. Well, Matt's trying not to get sealed. Um, what are we going to talk about tonight? We're going to talk about Adam Lalana. I want to talk about Joe Gomez and Manny contract situations. Might touch on FSG a little bit as well. And um, then we're going to do a quiz, and it's a quiz with a little bit of a difference. There's going to be loads of cheating involved, because we don't really care how it works out, but we'll explain that as we go along. Ian, I'm going to come to you first. Um, Adam Lalana, let's get straight into it. He goes on international duty. He doesn't do a training session. He's out for God knows how long, and he's posting on Instagram telling us it's all going to be great, and he can't wait to get back and play a massive part in the season. Um, are you starting to get genuinely worried for him and his Liverpool career? Uh, I don't know if worried's the right way, but I do think he's coming towards the end of his career. He can't stay fit. To be honest with you, I didn't even know he'd gone. I didn't even know he was uninjured in time to go with England. I still thought he was injured from previously. <clears throat> so I'm like three injuries behind. But uh, <laughs> you can get it on yeah, both sets. There's a box set of it you can get. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can binge watch Adam Lallana's injuries. Mate, a fully fit and fired Lalana, I, I think, is a good asset. I've always been a big fan. I think he was possibly the very first player on the clock who actually got what Klopp wanted. Do you know what I mean? But and he triggered a lot of our defensive movements and our pressing and stuff like that. But since then, the team's progressed, and he hasn't been part of that progression because he hasn't been fit. So, I think you've got you've got a player 
you, you've got our midfield now. There's maybe six midfielders who are ahead of him. So I just don't see where he's ever... Unless he was permanently fit and permanently chomping at the bit, I just can't see him ever getting back in. There's rumours now that we're going to be entertaining bids for him in January as well, which wouldn't surprise me. He's, he's approaching 30 if he isn't already. And he's just... He's made out of crisp. He's this season's Daniel Sturridge. Yeah, it's... um, it's It started off... To me, that it looked a bit unfortunate at times with his injuries. <coughs> then it got a little bit, a little bit frustrating, and now it's, now it's nearing an end game in my opinion. Matt, um, you're going to tell me now, and you're going to tell me that um, he's going to be integral for us from January on. Is that right? <laughs> no. What was your question? Um, do you want to tell why Grizz is? No, that was the other one. Sorry, uh, Adam Lallana. What's the crack for him? Tell us, Matt. Ah, it was a mad shout letting him go to England. In my opinion, I don't think any player should go on international unless he's played back for his team again. Um, if he's fit, I mean, it's, it's like why, why would you disrupt his training schedule, which they've obviously spent a lot of time putting together? And it's just stupid sending him off again, traveling, and um, and playing under a different a, a different coach and training. It, it's people go away and get injured all the time. It's, it's a stupid decision. But the good thing is. Where unlike two seasons ago, we don't miss him. Like Ian was saying, we he used to be integral, and now it's he's a great option to have. But we can more than get by without him. If you know what I mean. Mm. Um, so yeah, I mean I'm I'm not too bothered about him at the moment. There's a lot of other midfielders around, and yeah, he, he might come useful towards the end of the season. But if he goes, he goes in January. I, I'm I wouldn't miss him too much at the moment. Marty, um, he, he plays most of pre-season, if not all of it. He, he gets a lot of minutes under his belt. And he, at the start of the season, there was, you know, the Fabinho thing. Is he fit? You had Henderson coming back from a World Cup. And through all of this, he, his name was never getting mentioned for a spot on the team if, if anyone was needed, whether that be a midfielder or up front. Had he got something to worry about before he even gets his injury? Yeah, I, I get the impression if we had managed to get... Uh, an attacking midfielder in. Obviously, I won't mention he who should not be mentioned in the summer. Um, but, for example, I feel if we had got that one over the line or someone of that position, I think we may have seen Lallana move on. Um, I think Klopp's probably looked at that position with what you would call kind of a number 10, but someone that plays in between the centre mids and the front three. And if we're, Obviously, with Oxley chamberlain I think that's the one area we're like. Um, I, I think you know this is this will be his last season. I agree with Matt. I think it was just I think it was suicidal to let him go on international duty and get called up. But you know, like I said, I think he probably would have gone if we had got somebody else to replace him. I think he's just here basically to you know kind of pad the squad out with the idea that he will very rarely get used. Maybe a league cup game or ten minutes here and there. But I think it's it's just a matter of when rather than if for for Lallana now. Ian. Um... You touched on his, the way he plays and if he's fit and stuff like that. Do you agree with the lads that it could be his last season and, you know, um, he had things to worry about before the season starts, just these injuries have compounded it. And I suppose he, he gets like a stay of execution, I suppose, because we don't get, get feck here, who would probably be seen as someone that would have taken his place in the squad. Yeah, he, he should have been worried because it, if he was a permanent fixture, then we possibly wouldn't have been looking at attacking midfielders. We've already got Oxley Chamberlain, obviously he's injured. But you don't you wouldn't buy someone just because he's injured if you've got Lalana and Lalana's in your 
in your sights. Do you know what I mean? So I think, yeah, I do think he was going to struggle this year. It's the history's there that he can't stay fit for long, which is a shame because I've spoken about him a few times and I'm a big fan. I think he's technically brilliant. I think he holds onto the ball a bit too long. You know what I mean? And that doesn't always, that's not always conducive with how we want to play now. But yeah, I think the writing's on the wall for him. We still get a decent, decent bit of money for him if he can get fit. I think we'll get a decent wedge for him in January and then he'll just move on and we'll replace him with a younger version. Yeah, just touching on that, man. Um, say January comes and we have offers for Adam Lallana. Is it something where you might you might see Liverpool going back in for um, effect here, probably, or, or someone of that ilk? Because I can't see I can't see Liverpool letting him go and, and not replacing him. I think he, he has a really kind of good, balanced squad at the minute. Uh, with Ox being out pretty much most of the season, <clears throat> I can't see him going unless we bring someone in. Um, I do... I don't know. Klopp would be mad. I know he's got his injuries, but like like Sturge, he'll still if he can give you fifteen to twenty games, you might as well keep on to him and get the money in the summer. You'll probably get more money if he gets through, uh, through a few games for you as well. I, if we get someone in, yeah, fair enough, bin him off. But I can't see many teams looking at him thinking he's the one I want to get in January. He's not going to be reliable for the rest of this season. You want to see him get at least three four months uh, a good three four month running without injuries before you you put in good money for him I mean what what what, what can we let him go for 15 million is it worth it is 10 million yeah I think the only way you get a good price especially if he doesn't play a hell of a lot of games between now and Christmas say is if somebody's desperate enough you know somebody that's looking for someone to help them in a relegation battle or, or stay away from hey, West Ham West Ham are always desperate <laughs> or, or, no, like a West Ham or a Newcastle <laughs> or somebody like that or, always West Ham yeah, no, it could be. Um, let me see. Uh, Damo says that Alana could be important for training Alison to do the Cruyff turns. Um, yeah, that's a fair point. Someone else asked, do we get compensation because he's been injured on international duty? I genuinely don't know. Um, we do. We do, yeah. The way, uh, yeah, the way he's the way, it's not compensation. They just pay his wages for the duration yeah, that he was out exactly. injured. Yeah. That's how it works. Okay. Um, Kevo Sullivan says, don't rule out a move for Madison. This kid could be top drawer, and it's someone that he'd love to go and sign. Um, I think we are linking him in the summer. January though. Who Madison? Yeah, because he's only just signed for Leicester. He can't play for three teams in a year. Does that still exist, yeah? It's bad yeah. to know. Ian's just Ian's just made that point and got off. Alright. Um, <laughs> Time to check his uh, dictionary to see if it's right. No, me, me tell you unpaused. Alright. <laughs> um, but no, like, yeah, that's a fair point on Madison. I never even thought of that. Um, but yeah, the Lallana thing, you'll probably see Klopp answering some questions about him coming out towards the sports game because people will be wanting to know, like, how is he? And, you know, does this frustrate you? Klopp's going to have to kind of bat away all these questions. Um, but look, only time will tell. Does anybody know exactly how long he's out for? Mum two, three weeks. Two yeah. to three weeks. Okay. All right. It's enough time to get three more dog shit haircuts. Yeah. <laughs> um, Shaq here says that Ian's opening the door to James Pierce. Yeah, he, he opened the door to James Pierce a couple of weeks ago. I don't know if they're still talking. Um, right, let me see. Next, contract situations. Matt, I'll come to you first. A few stories went out today that Joe Gomez is being lined up for a brand new contract with Liverpool. You know, the long term thing, um, you know, an increase in money will, will be standard with that. Uh, a, do you believe it? And B, do you think? 
we're right to do this or are we just jumping on four to five good games what's your feelings on it I haven't seen the rumours I've, I've been off Twitter today because of the UFC didn't want anyone to ruin it who did right. they come from was it uh, reputable or, or fucking Grizz no 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 there's a, there's, a, there's a couple of different people there's a couple of different people that uh that has said it. Um, so let's 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 say it's semi <laughs> Marty's gone. Marty's finished. Uh, oh. <laughs> it's very Chris was never on this part of you hated him. It's mad. Um, but no, reputable enough. So what would your take be on it if we are looking at a new contract and open money? You know all the usuals. Yeah, fuck it. He's deserved it. He's he's played well last season. He's come in now in an important uh, part of the season at the beginning when we've had the key centre-backs out and he's come in and just fucking grabbed the chance by the bollocks he, he deserves it it doesn't matter if it's five games he, he's he's done well so far and by what everyone else says about him and his training and the way he is he, he's going to keep improving and he's got a very high ceiling so it's, it, 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 it makes perfect sense to time down yeah Ian um, it makes sense to time down do you agree with that do you, do you see the potential in that you know, a lot of people were waiting, were 50-50 on up until the start of the season. And is there an element of us not getting involved in this kind of Emre Jan scenario again? Not necessarily. It doesn't tend to happen with English players, especially young English players. Uh, I was never 50-50 on them. I've always backed them. I said last year, I thought, I thought he'd get a lot more games to tend to half this season. Uh, when the other bell end was not on tonight, he said he'd probably be sold in, in the summer. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? He's on the ball again. But, uh, yeah, I'm just I'm lining up my next uh, Twitter account, Kill, being honest with you. Yeah. Now I mean I think I think he'd have got to go this season anyway, but I think he's also benefited from the other two defenders being out injured as well. So I think it, it, I think he's the number one backup to VVD now, or his number one partner anyway. He's been outstanding all season. I can't imagine he's on much money in in those terms, do you know what I mean? I would imagine he's one of the lowest paid in that squad. Because he's his last contract was when he was what twenty, possibly nineteen. So in that respect, he's probably due due a contract extension. But now nah, I've got no concerns about him running his deal down and leaving or anything like that. Because you know, I mean, who, who's he going to start for? Klopp's on his moulding him now. He's not going to go to a better side than Liverpool at the minute and start. So now nah, I've got no concerns. I think he will sign a new deal though, five, like a five-year effort. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I think if the deal's on the table and the money is right, I, I don't think it's too really much there. I think it's more, you know, Liverpool wanting to do it rather than Gomez demanding it. Um, Martin, the family's on thirty grand. Yeah, I can see him going. I can see him doubling that at least. Um, Stephen Brown wants to know what's the name of the T White and product that Matt is using. Matt, would you like to answer that? A toothpaste, mate. You should try it sometime. <laughs> it's just toothpaste. <laughs> Give her a bash, Steve Brown. Uh, <laughs> Um, I don't know or is he just using Daz on his oh or are you just using Daz um, or is it Daz that you're using on your t-shirt listen Gav stop giving boring people fucking time on the pod and move on <laughs> well, listen listen. Steve Brown is a very good friend of yours and you need to answer these questions uh, isn't that right that's a mad looking balcony match on tonight as well just for Steve's benefit um, Marty Five, let, let's go with what Ian and Mav said five year deal probably double his money to 60 maybe more than that um, are you going with that are you happy with that yeah I think uh, what Ian said you know he, he's still on this same contract we signed him on um, you know we signed him for like 3.5 million youngster he's probably on 
in comparison to the first team is, you know, peanuts. Um, so I think you've got to look at it as a, you would look at renewing his contract now anyway, or if you weren't going to sell it on. So I think you look at his, you'd have to look at his time as a whole, not just the start of the season. Um, and you'd say, would he deserve a new contract? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think obviously this start of the season's emphasised it. You know, he's been he's been really good. But even before that, you know, he stepped in and played. You know, he's done he's done his work for the team. He's played at left back. He's played at right back. He's finally got his go at centre back. I absolutely would give him a new contract, double his wages, keep him happy, and you know he's going to perform on the pitch if that's the case. So yeah, I'm all for it. All right. Um, just just let's touch on Mane. Um, I think he's three years. This will be his third year into a five year deal, and this is usually where things kick off. And you know, murmurs come around him, and, and rumours start. Now, Real Madrid started it early. Um, was it was it this summer? Yeah, I think it was this summer. Uh, Real Madrid started putting out the feelers early. Uh, Ian Mane, um, two years left on the deal. The, the talk is that he they're going to offer him an extra another three year extension, which will bring him back to his original five years and on the same sort of money as Firmino and Salah. Um, it's a no brainer to do it, isn't it? And are you confident of it happening? It, it's a no brainer that we'll offer it, but I don't think he'll sign it. I oh. think he wants to play for Madrid. Okay. Uh, Maybe he, what is he now, 25? He probably looks at him at himself being 27, thinking, right, that'll be time for a move. That he'll have been at Liverpool for five years, uh, and he does fancy Madrid. There's also rumours that he's getting a house built in, in Spain, isn't it? I don't know how true that is. Again, that's from some Belanda who's sometimes Matt, on that's Matt, Matt knows all about the house. <laughs> uh, but no, mate, I, I think that you will eventually go to Madrid. I, I would. I'd love him to sign a five-year deal because I think he's, I've said before, I think he's Liverpool's best player. But I think the best we could possibly hope for is maybe adding 12 months to his current deal and maybe him leaving when he's 28, not 27. That's pos- that's that's what I feel. I think he will definitely go to someone like Madrid before the end of his career. And you wouldn't want to leave it too late to go, would you? If, if that's your mindset. So probably not what people want to hear, but that's what I think will happen, mate. All right, no, that's fair enough. Matt, do you agree with you? He, he he signs a maximum of 12-month extension on top of that two years? Or do you think we get him to it down to five? Who's this, Manny? Yeah. It depends what we do this season. If we win something this season, I think he might stay. A player of his ability, like, he's he's in our top three, no doubt about it. I know Ian thinks he's, num- he's our best player. Um, but a player of that ability, they want to win stuff. They just do. I, don't, I won't hold it against him. If he doesn't win anything this season and he thinks, oh, I want to go somewhere a little bit bigger where he's guaranteed to get a few medals, fair enough. Like, do you know what I mean? He's been here. How, how long has he been here? Three three years? This is two years now. Yeah. And Klopp would have been here three and a half years, four yeah. years. Yeah, we, we've got to start winning self-wear. Otherwise, he's, it's fair enough for these players to want to go. Yeah. It just seems a bit quiet. And, you know, like the, the minute. Salah does what he does last season. We we tie him down quickly. Um, Firmino tie it down quickly. Um, and this one just seems to be dragging on a bit more. Marty, uh, Ian's upset me. I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. He's upset me with that view. Um, it's not the first time he's upset me. I'll get over it. But what do you think? Do you think he signs a new deal? Or do you think, along the line of the lads, do you want to, he will want to go and play for a Madrid or a Barcelona or something something like that? And the best we can hope is probably another two seasons out of him. Yeah, uh, I think it's a bit of a coincidence. Obviously, it was this summer that that article came out regarding the Madrid interest and that um, you had an agreement with Zidane, I think it said, or something something like that. And obviously, now the contract talks seem to be going slow. 
Um, and it, it, some of the comments that he said as well, he's come out and you know categorically said he wants to win a Champions League. Now we all know that you know Madrid are kind of you know the team for the for the European Cup at the moment. Um, I'm kind of with the with the lads on this, but I'm not confident. Um, I think his head's been turned. I think he wants to to go out there, and I, I think it, it depends on if Madrid move. I think if Madrid shows some concrete, concrete interest, I think he goes. Um, if they move on, he might stay. But I, I've said it on my Twitter page quite a lot. I'm not confident on his contract situation. He's he's been offered the same terms by all accounts as the other two. The other two are signing. He hasn't. You know, it's it's pretty black and white. He's not. He's not in a hurry, is he? So, well, I think we have to see how it plays out. But I'm not confident. Okay. I yeah. think, I think, I think Liverpool now and Klopp, they're quite pragmatic about this type of stuff. It's just, it's, it's how football works. Players come, players move on. Yeah. Ideally, you'd, re- you'd replace them in the next twelve months, and that's, I think, looking in world football is the likes of Leon Bailey and people like that. You know what I mean? Who you would sign and then give them maybe twelve months to learn the trade while Manny's still there. I think that's the way Klopp works. He'll just. It, you know what I mean? It's just a cycle. Football players come, players go. There's no point in losing any sleep over it. He won't. He won't do the dirty on us on the last day of a transfer window. I would hope. So you just have to plan for, for that inevitability that he would possibly want to go at some point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Agree. Yes. Uh, 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 agreeing with Ian here yeah. and segueing on to your next point about FSG, mm. the club's in a much better position to um, replace him these days. Like I, I trust the. Uh, recruitment team Edwards and, and the scouts now to find a suitable if not better replacement ok um, Grace despite not being on the pod is has gone in next door to his Irish neighbours to rob their Wi-Fi just to send us the, the message that the deal for Manny will be announced by November so um, so Real Madrid no just it will be announced by November he said he's left himself so can, can you ask that chance eh? yeah. why not why not October is that like is that like a deal amnesty where no one's allowed to repeat no, the, the contract? Lad, the lads, um, the lads, the lads that do the deals take the week off for Halloween, so that's why you won't see them until November. Yeah, Manny's just going to sit there and, and not sign a new deal, so he misses out on fucking yeah. about two hundred thousand pounds just yeah. so Grizz can get his November <laughs> fucking a, date right. He's not a fan of October. Doesn't like doing that in October. <laughs> you know, so there you go. Um, Kevin Sullivan says he's watching the pay or the poly play now and he's improved massively. I couldn't tell you. I don't fucking watch the chap. Um, we're going to do a quiz um, in a little while and this is how it's going to work just so in case people are wondering. It's three rounds. Um, all the lads can answer the questions themselves. But what I'm going to do is anyone that's watching this, if you want to become a team member of one of these three lads, just put your name forward and I'll pick three people. Um you can say who you want, whose team you want to be on. You can do what you want. We'll pick something at the end and then the lads will have to work with you as to answer the questions. Or they can ignore you for extra points. That then I don't want any white people on my side. They're all thick. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm targeting the Asian audience. Okay. <laughs> Hold on, I just double check. Except it is. Oh, no, he's the exception <laughs> to that rule. Yeah, I know. But it'll take too long. <laughs> Three rounds of quizzes with Grizz. He's about an hour and a half. Um, oh no, he keeps asking you, what was that you asked? And he's trying to think, he's trying to fucking Google, let's be honest about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're going to do that quiz in a little while. Matt, you did segue into FSG. I wanted to touch on them because we haven't really gone up, gone over them since you know the season started and we put a lot of money down in the transfer market and let's be honest about it, a lot of people are you know, 
that were very vocal about FSG are now not very vocal about FSG. And we haven't won anything in the in the meantime. You know, when they were vocal, we hadn't won anything. And they're not vocal now, and we still haven't won anything. So I don't know what the point is. But Matt, FSG, um, not so much what they've done. Where do you see them going now? Is this this summer that's gone, is that is that where their, their standard is now? Or do you think it's a one-off? Or do you think they've realised now we have to stay at this level now and we constantly have to do it in order to compete? Yeah, well, the net spend is still down, so there's still a bunch of fucking chances. They're just trying to make a quick buck off us, if yeah, you ask me. Okay. And then they're going to sell Mane for 135 million yeah. and then just buy in a replacement for like 26. Yeah. So now, chan- I mean, chances. We, we are now commercial giants. We are where we should have been in 1998. We, we missed the boat and we let United take over us. We let Arsenal take over us with the new stadium and Man City and Chelsea have taken over us with new owners. We should have built a commercial powerhouse the same way that United did uh, organically. And and we didn't. So what they've done, they've managed to pull off in about seven years what United have taken 20 years to do. And it's absolutely fantastic. We can now go out and buy an Allison, and we don't even bat a fucking eyelid. It's not like... Uh, you, you don't even think about us doing a Leeds anymore or anything like that. We, we can go out, buy him and pay 150 grand wages or whatever we need to. And we just know it's within our budget. They're looking at redeveloping the... Um, what stand is it? Anfield Road. What's the end one? Anfield Road. That'll go ahead, I reckon, within two years. Um, and 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 the new uh, training facilities. And we're just going to be a world-class fucking football club. And it's taken its time. They've taken the time to get it right on the field. And they've made mistakes. Not people blaming them, saying they just want to make a quick buck. They haven't taken a penny out of our club. They've made mistakes. That was their biggest fall when they've, when they've, um, in the last seven years. Hiring Camoli, hiring Rodgers, even though he got as close to the title, um, and, and all this, they were just mistakes. And they've now got the setup that they wanted with the committee and Edwards and the stats and Klopp, who, Klopp who works with these people, and he actually realises that they can add benefit to his team instead of fighting them. And now we're moving forward it's like a cohesive unit, and the club is just in such a well-run place now. As I said before, if Manny leaves, it's not one of them where you fucking you shit yourself. If Manny leaves, you think, all right, well, Klopp's probably prepared for this. They probably him and Edwards have probably got a list together of five or six names, and they go out and get them. And whoever they do bring in, Klopp can train and work with, and he will become the next superstar, like he has with with Mane and Salah and Firmino and all these other players that we can just list off. So yeah, I mean, FSG have done towards what no other owner could, and. I'm not talking about someone coming in and throwing loads of money at us. I'm talking about building a club which can sustain itself for the next 20, 25 years. Yeah, you've put that very, very well. Um, just for the record, I think Manny does sign a deal, but I think it'll be in October, not November, just in case anyone's wondering. No, um, no, no. No yeah. one's allowed to sign deals in October. Oh, no, they are. No, I'm at the ring in there. It's Grant that they've started out. Some, some interns <laughs> going to do the night shift. On Halloween week, so it's, it's all good. Um, someone's asked there anything on uh, Rabio from PSG. We we'll come back to that later on, because um, there's been a never few heard around that. No, I never heard of it either. Uh, Ian, um, FSG, Matt's put that very, very well. I don't, but I don't know if you want to add any your own bit to it. Um, is it up, up and away with these, or is it just ah, they've done it once and they'll probably settle down now and go back to the way they were? What's your feelings on it? I pretty much just echo everything that. 
that balance you said then. Mm. When they first come in, they, they tried to do it too quickly and they, they were they was throwing massive amounts of money at the likes of Andy Carroll and all that. But the infrastructure was wrong. Do you know what I mean? And you, you can't build on, on like a, a wonky infrastructure. Do you know what I mean? So they've gone back to basics. It built us from the ground up again. But everything's moving in the right direction. I think if Klopp had went to them last season and said he wanted a £70 million player, I dare say they'd have backed them then as well. He's always, Klopp's always said that. If I wanted a player, they would let me have him. They, like, Tom Werner has always said the money's there for any player he wants. They've always said it. And there's no proof that, the, that they've never not been telling the truth. Do you know what I mean? Because now they've gone out this season and spunked a mental amount of dough on a goalkeeper. I don't think every sign we, we, we sign will still be 60, 70 millions because Klopp doesn't always work that way. But they've proven now that this this is their template now. Do you know what I mean? You, for all, the, for all like the, the young up-and-coming players that Klopp can mould, you still need to drop the occasional superstar in to bring them along. You can't just have... 11 youngsters who are eventually building up to something special. You need special players around them to drag them up. And I think they've got they've cottoned on to that. Klopp's always known that. Uh, I, mean, I, I wouldn't swap them for any owner in the country. And I mean that as well. Like Man City, all right. Man City have got like <coughs> Shake Mansour and all his billions and all that. But you can get into all the fucking questionable human rights behind his money. You can go to Chelsea and look at their crazy Russian oligarch who've probably like done more fucking sex trafficking than the entire cast of The Wire. Do you know what I mean? He's fucking... I don't know if you're allowed to say that, are you? I just... No, it, it's fact. Oh, is it? Okay, well, that's all right. Walk away. Do you know what I mean? And then you've got, at Arsenal, you've got, they've got about four owners. One's American, one's Russian. Like, they always get on, don't they? It's, you know what I mean? So I wouldn't swap them for anyone. <laughs> I think they're doing, they're doing a very good job. And... The proof is in the pudding. We need trophies now, but they've put everything in place. If we don't win trophies now, it's on clock. It's not on FSG. Yeah, I just had it and allegedly in there at some stage, and we'd be grand. Um, Marty, um, <laughs> the, 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 uh, the reason I wanted to talk about FSG was, you know, obviously for the reason we've spoken about Matt and Ian have touched on, but this, this story that was out a couple of weeks ago about, was it was a Sheikh Mansour's cousin or something, something along them lines, two billion deal, and, you know, the a few bits I've read and it has said that Liverpool actually took a meeting with him and done some sort of checks to see if he actually had the money. Um, that doesn't scream to me like... A, I don't know whether you take that as a club that doesn't want to sell and are just trying to get a value or they're always interested in the right price they will sell. What what, what do you take? What's your take on it? I think the one thing that everyone forgets, FST, they're a business. Yeah, they are a business and... They want success on the field, but they want money as well. Every business does. Every person that works in business, everyone that owns a business, you go into business to make money. Now, don't get me wrong. I think if someone went to FSG with a credible offer, something that blew them out of the water, they would accept. And you couldn't hold that against them. You know, They bought the club for, what, $300 million, something around that figure. If someone went up to them and said, look, two, two and a half billion there, who wouldn't? You know, unless they've you know, obviously they've got plans in the pipeline where they could, you know, possibly increase that that value, and they can see that, and then they're they're waiting for the longer term. But you know, they probably did look into it. You know, someone comes up and says, "Yeah, you know, you, you can make a one point seven billion pound profit on this club." They've probably gone, "Okay, look, got a middleman to have a look at it, see if it's a you know a legitimate offer, if they look at the proof of funds, etc." Um, again, you, you don't know. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't blame them if they did, and I wouldn't blame them if they told them, you know, to to jog on because I think moving forward 
you know, with the, the redevelopment of one of the, you know, another one of the stands, um, you know, the commercial revenue that the club's going to be pulling in, you know, it's just they, they can make even more than that. Um, I, I took it with a pinch of salt. You know, I don't think they were really too too serious about it. I don't think the, the person that, that came in with the offer was very serious. I think they were looking at doing a, it was a sort of like a group purchase with a Chinese consortium as well. And I mean, it just, that there doesn't appeal to me at all. I, I don't like the sound of it. I wouldn't want a Chinese owner anywhere near Liverpool Football Club. I just wouldn't. Um, you, all you got to do is look at, you know, look at Villa, for example. You know, they've got the Chinese guy in, always rosy and great. And then look at the, the shit state he left them. I mean, you know, they're, they're not renowned for being great business people. I'm, me personally, I'm absolutely delighted with, with FSG. The only, you know, the only problem has come from a few, you know, gobshites on Twitter, really. I think anyone that really understands football, understands business, will be happy with them. I think they're going in the right direction and I'm delighted with them. Mm. Kevin Sullivan asked there, um, would this meeting that you've taken to get a value have anything to do with upcoming sponsorship deals? It's not actually a bad way of thinking of it. <coughs> them going into negotiations over sponsorship and saying, look, this company you were sponsored for the last five years has now gone up to, you know, offers in around two billion. It puts them in a lot stronger position. Um, but, Look, we don't know. It's it's all look. It's gonna take somebody to come along and actually put a bid in for the football club to find out exactly what they're thinking with regards to sales, and it's going to take another couple of transfer windows and to see what they're made of when it comes to their outlook on transfers and spend the money. All we can do is wait. But at the moment, I think personally, I Gav, think the club is in a yeah. Sorry, they've said from day one that they would be open to a, a minority shareholder as well. Yeah, yeah. They said that anyone comes forward with any any sort of credible proposal or whatever, then it's it's just due diligence to sit down and talk to them. It's not, doesn't indicate a willingness to sell or a willingness to fucking, you know what I mean, just take the best offer and get off. It just means, just the, the brilliant, like, like Marty said, they're the brilliant businessmen that, that at the top of the field and what they do. And they've said from day one, they will be willing to have a fella or a group come in as a minority shareholder, do you know what I mean? So I'd never rule that out, like. Mm. Um, Maverick here says that there was no genuine offer. If it was two billion, FSG would have to take it from a business perspective. Um, you could be right. No, no he, could, he could be right. He could be right. But having said that, the, 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 like Ian said there, the minority shareholding thing is the thing that interests me. If they were to sell a part of the club for 350 million, you know, or, or six or seven hundred million, they could literally take three fifty of it and call and say, That's our money that we spent and everything now is 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 good, you know, and it's 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 free money for them. So there's just loads of different variations on this from FSG's outlook, minority shareholders, someone trying to buy them out, transfers, money, there's loads of different things going on, but we just have to wait and see. Um we're going to start the quiz now in a few in a couple of minutes, right? So anyone that's watching now, just stick your name down or just put one of the lads' names down if you want to answer the questions on their behalf. If, you th if we don't get any answers, I'll just do the quiz with the lads. Um, but they might need your help. Uh, they're, they're fairly random questions. Um, two rounds are about Liverpool. One's just general football. Uh, but we'll, we'll see how we get on. Um, American football or no, no football, so soccer. soccer, soccer, yeah, soccer, man. Yeah, I know, I know how you've changed since um, since today because <laughs> the NFL has kicked off. You've gone into, yeah, I know what you're doing. Um, right, <laughs> uh, ma, this guy Rabio of PSG, uh, 23 years of age. I think he is 
in his last year of his contract, his mother is his agent. He's been offered big money from FSG or PSG, which so far he's he's torn down at every turn. Um, do you see anything in this? Is he a player that you've watched? I've never seen him play. Mm. Even when he played in the Champions League and I watched him, I've never seen him. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Matt, just to let you know, Vin- Vincent, Vincent, is it Luli or Huli? Uh, Matt, he's answering your questions, Matt. He's put your name up here. Um, he yeah, said me he, and Vinny. Yeah, he said he's worried, so he can't help Ian. Um, <laughs> so that's Ian knocked out. I'm just, I'm just waiting for the Asian market to open up for Ian. Go on, keep going on you. Uh, no, mate, I, I can't really comment on him. Um, I don't know much about him. Well, I don't know anything about him, really. Um, I've heard people say he's a good player. Uh, that's it. Okay. Um, I don't know much about him either. I've seen him a couple of times. He's played every minute I know this season for um, for PSG. Isn't it, is it Tuchel in charge of them now? Yeah. 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 He seems to rate him. Um, he's put him in, and he's played him in, in most, if not all, the league games so far. Uh, Ian? Rabio, is he a player that you've seen? Do you think there's anything in this? It, it, it just seems to come out with a blue a little bit. Uh, yeah, I've seen a bit of him. I, he reminds me a bit of a, if, it's, if I could liken him to a player. He's a bit like uh, he's a bit like Emmanuel Petit. He's a bit like that. You know what I mean? He's, he's quite cultured. He's like, he's decent on the ball, but he can break it up as well. First time I ever really seen him was when they beat uh, Barcelona four 0 and he was. Unreal how good he was, like man of the match. Uh, I've I've got a, a couple of people on Twitter. One in particular has been telling me for about two years that we were going to get him on a free. But he has got a history of running his contract right down to the last minute and then signing like a bump a new contract. He's done it a couple of times with PSG now. Uh, but he does appear genuinely to be a Liverpool fan on his Instagram page and and all that type of stuff. He's put stuff in the past where. He's got love art and all that. I, I, I like the, uh, the crowd singing You'll Never Walk Alone and all that. So it, it does genuinely seem like he's got an affinity towards the club. If that was the case, then he's he's like a 50, 60 million pound. He's a better player than Emery Champ. And we've just lost Emery Champ for zero. If we can replace him with someone like Rabiot for zero, it just redresses the balance and it's a brilliant bit of business. I don't think he's a Lallana replacement. I think if anything, it'd be a Henderson replacement. So, but yeah, I'd, def- I'd definitely be interested if we could get him. Like, but I do think there'll be competition from the likes of Madrid and Barcelona and that because he is a really good player. Like, okay, um, right, shit hair though. What? <laughs> He's got shit hair. He's shit hair. Okay. Um, sorry, I, I, I went off. I went. Everything just went a bit haywire there for a minute. I don't know what went on. Um, we went off periscope. We're back on it. Um. I think we're back on YouTube as well, but we have just comments coming in here, so we we seem to be good. Right, um, Matt, you have Vinny as your teammate. Um, now, I don't know whether people put their name in for Ian or, or Marty, so I, if anyone wants to join in, I'm going to go I'll go with you first, Matt, for the question, right? Um, and see if anyone else wants to join in and, and come on to Ian's team. Ian, I'm going to have to include white people. No. You want you'd rather you'd rather go alone than, than the way people. No, go. whatever, mate. Whatever. You know what I mean? White privilege and all that. Go on, crack on. <laughs> right, uh, Ian, Marty, you're available. I'm waiting. Uh, this is like a mad version of Blind Day. Um, you're ready and available if anyone wants to come in and help them out. But right, so here we go. Vinny and Matt. Right, I'm going to ask the question. Now I can give Vinny about twenty seconds because I know there's a delay on this, and he, if he doesn't come back, 
he doesn't come back, mate. You're on your own, right? So the first, the first um, topic or the first piece <laughs> of this is based around penalties, right? Um, Salah. No, ju- no, just wait. No, just wait. <laughs> penalties. A, oh. B, C, or D, man? B. B. Okay. <clears throat> In the 2011-2012 League Cup final versus Cardiff, a defender scored a penalty for Liverpool. Who was the defender? Carragher, top right. Now, I'm going to ask that question again. In the 2011-2012 League Cup final, all right? A defender scored a penalty. You're thinking of the wrong one. You're thinking of the league. Are you giving him clues for? No, no, no I'm just telling you. You're thinking of the. You're thinking of the. He's the, he's the only one out of the three. He was with a fucking teammate. <laughs> <laughs> giving him clues. His teammates disappeared on him anyway. Agger. No, it's not Agger. Oh fuck off! All right, the answer is Glenn Johnson. He's All not right. a defender. He played in the defence, right? Um, I for a, I'll give you. I'll give you the question for a bonus point. On that day, who wore... Can't you just give me Carragher? Who wore, who wore the number 19 jersey for Liverpool on the day? Bellamy. Incorrect. Anyone else want to have a go? No. No. Marty? Downing. Downing. Great show, Marty. Yeah, it was Downing. Ian? Um, Fucking Vinny let me down, the prick. Vinny did let you down. He, <laughs> show, he shouted, he's named, every, he's named every defender here for the last eight or nine years in Liverpool and just didn't name Glenn Johnson. Um... Right. Hang on, who's I got? Have I, have I got anyone? Has no. it Shaq stepped up? Yeah, you no. can have Kevin no. Sullivan. No. Okay, you can have Kevin Sullivan. All right? Oh, come on then. Okay, Kevin. And I, what I do is just, okay, so uh, A, C, or D, Ian? A. A. Okay. The 2001 League Cup final. Who missed their penalty for Liverpool? Now, don't answer. Wait, because Kevin Sullivan might come in. And he might give us answers, so we give, we just let that go out and see if Kevin Sullivan has an answer, right? Can you tell me who we played first? Yeah, no. you played Cardiff in the 2001 League Cup final. Uh, again? No, sorry, Birmingham, Birmingham in Cardiff. Okay. Yeah. And who missed? Who missed that penalty? Stop Ooh. it. Now, Kevin Sullivan has an answer, right? So, I'll let you have a little think about it, Ian. I'm going to give you 10 seconds before we go. Was this the treble year? Mm-hmm. It was, yeah. Yeah. Well, Kev O'Sullivan has answered Heskey, Ian. Would you agree with that, or would you go on your own? You can agree for one point or go on your own for two. And he is white. See, it all depends on how quick Kev can Google shit, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, well, quick, quick. <laughs> I don't... Are you going to give me a position? You give him a position. No, 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 no. No, it's just a player that missed. See, I, I personally, I think, it, I think it's reset. But I'm going to go with Kev... Okay. Just so I can get loads of people. Ready to kill him. Okay. Wait, hold on. Who did you say? Risa. Yeah. John Kev, Risa. Kev, Kev is incorrect. All right? He didn't play for us, did he? In 2001? Kev is incorrect with Heskey. And Ian is incorrect with um, Risa. Marty, do you want to have a go with that again? Fuck you, Kev. Uh, <laughs> Risa joined in 2007, didn't he? No one cares. Risa joined in 2001. Who missed that penalty? I don't know. Owen? I don't know. No, the answer is Diddy Hamann. Danny Murphy. Oh, well, I was going to fucking say Hamann. All right. Anyone want to try tell me who was wearing the number 25 jersey on the day? Reset. No. <laughs> uh, Gary Mack. No. 
Kev Simpson? No. Uh, Ryan Babble? No. Uh, Stefan Honcho? No. The answer is Igor Biscan. <laughs> oh, Biscan. <laughs> Alright. You're going to give me a thousand guesses, I wouldn't have said it. Grace says, he's, got, Grace says he's got every answer right so far. Grace, this is not yeah, Grace Grace is full of shit. You keep moving houses, don't be worried about anything else. Um, Marty, yeah. you can have C or D. C. C. The 2014 15 League Cup oh. round game against Middlesbrough at home ended in Liverpool winning 14-14 on penalties. Alright? One player on the evening missed a penalty for Liverpool. Who was he? And I'm going to let Liverpool to Chris help you. Okay, so don't answer yet. Let Liverpool right. to Chris come along there and see if he can give me an answer. Um, so that game, if you will probably remember, was mental. Um, I think they equalised the last minute of extra time to get it to 2-all. And we beat them on penalties, but it went on for fucking ever. What year was it? 2014-15. It was actually, I think it was November 2000. And it was a Jordan Rossiter scored our goal. Jordan Rossiter opened the scoring, yeah. yeah. But um, who missed the penalty? Only one player missed. So Kev O'Sullivan uh, says that's cruel. No, it's not cruel. If he, got, if he, if he doesn't get the answer, really, it's not fucking cruel. Uh, Jatine says Lovren. Um, I presume that's for probably this question, but it's not really. So you can rule Lovren now. Can no, I answer it that against City? Yeah, and Chris hasn't come back, so I'm going to give you a chance to answer him. Uh, Sterling. Sterling. It is yeah. Raheem Sterling. Oh. And for Let's a bonus point, for a bonus point, who was this? Ready? New Chris is a prick. Who? Who? <laughs> this new Chris is a prick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for a bonus point, for a bonus point, who was wearing the number 46 jersey on the night, Marty? 46. Yeah. It's one of the young boys. Well, you shush. When OJ was it? No, it wasn't. It was actually. Go on, Ian. Was Rossiter? Yeah, it was Rossiter. I thought he was 50 something. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you don't get a point for it. I do. (laughs) No, you don't. (laughs) (laughs) The last last one that's left, lads, um, I'm just going to leave it to you as three, right? So here we go. Um, 2004, 2005. We played a League Cup game away in the fifth round and won it on penalties. Can anybody name who we be in that game? Middlesbrough. No, you're out. Ian? Charlton. He's just going to keep going. Uh, <laughs> West Ham. Ask, ask the prick Chris. No, I'll have, I'll have a go. <laughs> All right, go on. No, it's just open to you three. So, oh, okay. anyone? Uh, Palace. 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 No. The answer is Spores. Someone shit. All right. Um, it was Spores away. It was actually um, Benitez's fourth season, and he went and played a load of kids, and we beat them on penalties. Um, in that game, we, when we beat them on penalties, the, a defender scored a penalty again. He was the only defender to score for us in the penalty shootout. Does that, can anybody name him? Sammy Ifia. Yeah. Skettle. No. Yeah, yeah. No. Aga. No. Cara. Carragher. No. Glenn Johnson? Uh, no. Who left? Jimmy Traore? No. Phil Bab. <laughs> 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 Phil uh, was it was it Kev O'Sullivan? No, it wasn't uh, Kev O'Sullivan. No. Has anyone said Carragher? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Eskiden. Anyone? Was it a young boy? 
I'm not a, a defender. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what. He wasn't young. Babble. No. Kiriakos. No. It's 2004. Finnan. Finnan. No. I'm going to stop it because he's a lot of oh, God, fuck off, yeah. Terrible. Hencho. Stefan Hencho. I said oh. him. You didn't say him. You just said Kenton Charlton and West Ham at me. <laughs> uh, Ali Murray for a bonus point. Number 28 jersey on the even. Who was Salah. he? And i got to tell you, he was a local. Spearing. No. Danny Murphy. No. Uh, Fucking local. 10 seconds. Carragher. No. What year? 2004, 2005? Yeah. Dave Raven? No. Fuck off. <laughs> the answer? Stephen Warnock. Oh. Right. Uh, Marty, you're winning with a whopping one point after that. Um, Bollocks, though, because I got the bonus and you didn't give me the point. No, Bollocks. No, no. Yeah, what? It was his bonus. So I just asked it just in case. It was pure. I, I got two. I got two. Sorry, Marty, he did get to you because he answered it on his own. Didn't need any help from right. pretend we friends. Um, right, the next one. Here we go. Top goal scorers. Right? Again, A, B, C, or D. Marty, I'll let you go first this time. Uh, B. B. Okay. In the history of the Premier League, who is the top Dutch goal scorer? Uh, that's easy, that. And this, Troy? Incorrect. Ian? Van Persie. Van Persie. Ah. It is Van Persie. Oh, fuck. Do I get a point for that? No. No. Fucking Ian. <laughs> Ian. The man that. Ian. Because you call me Grizz. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. It's <laughs> That's the worst thing you can call a man. Yeah, I know. And do you know what? Marty would have got that if Ian hadn't said, this new Grizz is a prick. <laughs> uh, right. So here we go. Um... Ian, C, uh, sorry, A, C or D? D. D, okay. Alan Shearer has scored the most goals in the Premier League with 260. Who is the top scoring midfielder in Premier League history? Fuck off. Gotta be Fat Frank. Yeah, Lampard. Yeah, Lampard, correct. Two points to Ian. I got both of them. And now you're going to say something like 1986. No, 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 Okay, A. Thierry Henry is the top-scoring Frenchman in Premier League history. Who is the second top-scoring Frenchman in Premier League? Nicholas Anelka. Nicholas Anelka, two points. Matt, very good. Ian, Vinny had nothing, nothing, mate. <laughs> okay, so just just um, the last question I have here, right? Uh, I'll, I'll open it up for, for another two points, okay? For one point, actually, because you're all even now, right? For one point, Van Persie was the top scoring Dutchman. Okay. Who was the second top scoring Dutchman in Premier League? Van Nistelrooy. Van Nistelrooy. Bearcamp. No. Bearcoy. No. Bearcamp. Just no, no matter how many times you say Bearcamp, it's Van not him. Dunk. Van Van Dunk. No. Jimmy Floyd Van Hasselbank. Dunk. Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank. Matt gets it. Oh. We're on the last one. The last round, Ian on two, Marty's on two, Matt is on three. 
All right. Cool. So here we go. Um, Ian, you get to go first this time. A, B, C, or D? B. B. Okay. The 2006 FA Cup final. All right. Jamie Carragher scores an own goal to put West Ham 1 0 up. Who scores the second goal for West Ham? Oh. When does Koncheski score? Is this the third? Dean Ashton. Dean Ashton, correct. Put Dean ah, on five points. That's disgusting. Great show, great show. Yeah. Matt, you go second. A, C or D? C. C. The 2001 FA Cup final against Arsenal. Who scored Arsenal's goal? I know that. Are you shush? Anelka. Incorrect. Is it Lundberg? Freddie Lundberg. Lundberg, yeah. Yep. I'm on fire, yeah. Just give me so, the trophy. Marty, you need to get this to tie you with Ian, okay? A or D? Uh, a. Oh, you picked the harder one. You picked the harder one. Yes. Wait, I know it. 1992 FA Cup final. I was born in 93. Fuck off. 1992 FA Cup final versus Sunderland. Can you name Liverpool two goal scorers? I can. Shush. Uh, Whenever you're ready, mate. Uh, no, I don't think. Hey, I was, but I said, born in '93. I've got a guess too. Uh, I know who shot Jeff. No, no, I was going to guess uh, Rush, and I don't know. Okay, he has Ian Rush. Does anyone want to finish it off from Michael Thomas? Michael Thomas, correct. Ian wins it. Ian wins it on four points. The last one, lads. Hold just- on. I'm on three, and the last one's a bonus point, so I can draw it. Oh, yes, you're okay. right. You're right. You're yeah. fucking cheating me out of this. Oh, oh, hold on. There has been a twist. I like it, Matt. I like it. Here we go. 1995. Sorry, anyone that didn't hear that, it was Rush and Michael Thomas. Um, Thomas forced Rush second. Um, should have been a penalty to Michael Thomas anyway, but Rush finished it, just to let you know. 1995, Bolton in the League Cup final. McManaman scores two for Liverpool. Who scores for Bolton? JJ Acocha. No. Ivan Campo. No. It's 1995. No. Sam Allardyce. No. Sam Allardyce. Now Quinn. Owen Coyle. No. JJ Acocha. No. I'll tell you, I'll give you a clear, right? He goes on to play... The, um, I'd say the, yeah the most successful part of his career is with Celtic Alan Thompson Alan Thompson is correct yeah. Alan Thompson oh, is correct that toys at a far each I don't even know that's bullshit <laughs> he's <laughs> gone man he's gone <laughs> there's only 21 people watching this on Periscope and you've missed the best part of the pod it's brilliant <laughs> so <laughs> I'll have, have to think about a bonus question here now won't I between no, no, I'm, I'm leave it at that. Okay, I'll tell you what, I have one, right? Salah. No, listen, listen, Frank Lampard was the, the highest scoring midfielder, okay, in the Premier League. Ian, I want you to tell me how many goals he got, okay? Now hold it there, don't say anything. And Matt, and Nicholas Anelka was the second highest scoring Frenchman in the Premier League. I want you to give me how many goals he got, and whoever gets closest wins. Okay, so we can't have this, oh, if he picks 60, I'll pick 61, all this sort of shit. So, Ian, how many goals did Frank Lampard get in the Premier League? That's easier for Ian. Is it fuck? 
<laughs> I reckon 174. 174. Okay. And how many goals do you reckon Nicholas and Elke got in the Premier League? <laughs> uh, he stayed, came back afterwards, didn't he? Yeah, he was away for a bit and came back, but he scored. 112. 112. Okay. Matt, I can tell you that Nicholas and Elke got. 125 goals in the Premier League. Oh, I've never beaten that. So you're totally away. Ian, you picked 174 goals for Frank Lampard in the Premier League. He scored yeah. 177. Oh. So Ian wins it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little bit heartbroken that he's won because I would have loved to see him lose because he's so into it. I'm not just a pretty face, you know. Yeah, not even. Oh, I was so close there. Yeah. I want a bonus point, even though I've already won. All right, go. Okay. Told you this was easier. Yeah. Oh, fuck off. Well, look, do you want. Will we do a quiz every week for the crack? No, the nah. is definitely. Fuck that. Let, let's, let's just. <laughs> I, I'm retiring at the top. Oh, are you? Okay. Grizz will come back next week and demand them. We'll, we'll do it the next international. Okay, dirty protest from Grizz next week if there's no quiz because he'd hate to think someone else has the trophy. <laughs> Look, that's been, that's been the fat back for. Uh, sorry for the break in the broadcast. I don't know what happened. It just went mental. But um, the 19, 20, or 21 people that stuck with us for the quiz, you got the best bit. Um, I'll, I'll bundle them all together later and they'll be out on an audio, as an audio pod, all right? Um, Marty, thanks a million. Matt, thanks a million. Ian, thanks a million. We'll be back next week. Keep an eye on the day trippers this week for the Tuesday Club, the cop table, the final whistle, all the sort of stuff. There's a new pod out, uh, the Walking Reds, uh, two pods out from the lads there over the weekend. Really good if you want to go and listen to them. But as I said, we'll be back next week. We're going out to check on Grizz to see if he has internet in a house with slightly less stuff in it, because that's how it works. And we're going to actually see if he still has a house. We have our doubts. That's been the Fat Pack 4. See you next week. Over and out. Time to fire up the grill. Time to go to Total Wine and find the perfect flavor to pair with those burgers. Ooh, I love their beer cooler. <laughs> you love their prices even more. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Time to fire up the grill. Time to go to Total Wine and find the perfect flavor to pair with those burgers. Ooh, I love their beer cooler. <laughs> you love their prices even more. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Sports Social Podcast Network.